Welcome to the Walking Down Main Street podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Coasters and Castles Travel. Coasters and Castles Travel has travel advisors in more than 35 states. We call our travel advisors vacation specialists. Our advisors can have specialties from theme park travel, ocean and river cruises, and all-inclusive resort travel. Our advisors travel frequently to better get to know the destinations our guests would like to travel to and regularly keep up with destination training. Our advisors do not charge a planning fee, so it costs our clients no more to book with us than it would to book direct with the supplier. For more information, go to www.travelcnc.com. That's T-R-A-V-E-L-C-N-C.com. For a no-cost, no-obligation quote, we can also be reached by phone at 844-422-8785. Let me introduce everyone. I am Lynn Macalini, co-owner of Coasters and Castles Travel. We also have April Botta, co-owner of Coasters and Castles Travel. Hi, everyone. So excited to be talking travel with you. And then we are also joined by Whitney Maddox. She is a senior vacation specialist with Coasters and Castles Travel. Hello, friends. We will be bringing you an episode each week. We will have topics related to Disney destinations, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, cruising, and fun and sun vacations. We love travel and want to share our experiences with you. Episode number nine. Today we have two guests with us. We are welcoming Chrissy Legrano Weinstein. She is a senior vacation specialist with Coasters and Castles Travel. Hi, thanks for having me. And we're also welcoming Eric Crow. He is a vacation specialist with Coasters and Castles Travel. Hello, everybody. Happy to be here tonight. Well, thank you both. We're excited to have you on tonight. We are going to be talking about the role of a travel advisor. So let's start with how long each of you has been a travel advisor. How about you, Chrissy? I started... Um... In February of 2012. So that brings me to just over eight years now. It's a long time. It is a and, long time. <laughs> and how about you, Eric? I started in July of 2017. So almost three years now. Wow. Time certainly flies. And April, how about you? So I started back in 2014. And, and that's how Lynn and I became reconnected was I got laid off from a job and a position that I loved, but I loved Disney and I was trying to figure out how I can make that into a job and make a business. And Lynn and I reconnected on Facebook and I got started with the agency that she was with. So it's going on almost six years now, coming up on my anniversary. Definitely. And Whitney, how about you? So this month, actually, I'm celebrating my four-year anniversary as an agent, and uh, I started right here at Coasters and Castles. It's been a fun ride, and uh, it was something I was thinking about, and then it's a very long story, but literally Lynn just came into my life very randomly, and uh, after talking to her, I realized, oh, this is perfect. I'm going to take this leap, and now here I am. Well, we are. I'm very happy to have all of you with us. Um, I have been doing this for uh, just over seven years. Uh, I started in April of 2013. And just a little background check for those who don't know, April and I actually went to high school together. And so when she says reconnected, that's what that's all about. And then we were doing some vendor shows together. 
And she mentioned one day that she wanted to open her own agency. I said, I want to do the same. And long story short, here we are. So let's talk a little bit about, because uh, I know a lot of people will look at the, the travel advisor role and, and, and think that uh, they don't need that anymore because they can do everything online. Uh, so Chrissy, I'm going to come to you first. Considering that you have the most tenure out of all of us, how would you define your role as a travel advisor? Um, so for me, I always joke with my clients that I kind of do everything but pack their bags. Um, <laughs> I help them um, if they don't know where they want to go, but they have a general idea. Do they want to go to Europe? Do they want to go to the Caribbean? Do they want to do a theme park? Um, we, I do everything from help narrow down big picture where to where they're going to lay their head at night to what they're going to do during the day. Um, I answer their questions. I wait on hold for them. Lots Um, of that. Waiting on hold is a very, very big part of our job. (laughs) Um, And I mean, I, I love getting to work with clients and, and be able to um, help provide them. um, I don't want to say guidance, because while yes, it is guidance, it's more of a working on what they want to do um, and bringing their travel thoughts to reality. Um, and that for me is is a very fun part of the job. Um, so yeah, we do. We do everything but pack their bags for them. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, a travel advisor can be different to different people too. Absolutely. Um, so, Eric, you've been doing this for a little while now. How would you look at that? Uh, a lot like Crispy, we do it all. Uh, we stay on the phone all day long. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, April or Whitney, do you have anything else that you would like to add to it? I think a travel advisor is really just, you know, they, they have so many hats that we wear. You know, mm-hmm. we can be a counselor. We can be a, certainly a planner. We are a troubleshooter. We're a problem solver because we are there from really the beginning to the end. I heard one person say we're there from when you pack your bags, when you're packing your suitcase to you unpacking your souvenirs. And, and really it's kind of before because sometimes these plans, I've had clients that I've worked with for almost two years prior to them traveling because there are trips that you certainly can plan that far out. So it certainly goes before the packing stage, although I tend to pack early, but not quite that early. Um, <laughs> but, you know, so it, it's really kind of we're there for whatever a client needs for the most part. You know, we, we do have limited powers. There are, there are some things that we're not able to do, but we, we try to help. And I think the biggest thing is just answering questions. And particularly while the client is traveling, they can reach out to us. I tell my clients, call me, text me, email me, whatever works for you homing pigeon, whatever, to ask a question while you're on your trip to hopefully save them some minutes while they're on their trip, that they're not trying to find the answer, they're trying to find the restroom, they're trying to find the snack, they're trying to find an employee, a cast member, you know, whatever the need is, we can try to help them with that. And, you know, certainly I think of recent times that's become more and more important. So, yeah, there's a lot of hats we wear, but I think the biggest thing is just kind of helping them create their memories. And and that's the part that I appreciate the most and why one of the big reasons I got started in this, because I started in this because I love Disney and I want other people to love Disney. And I want to share that passion and that enthusiasm because of all the memories that I have with my family and my kids and my friends. 
I want other people to have that too, because you really can just have those moments that you don't get anywhere else. And, and traveling can do that for you. What you learn from traveling, you, you can't learn that from sitting on your couch and, and watching TV. So that's important. And, and so that's something we do. We help to create their memories. Okay. Yeah. And Whitney, what would you like to add? I, I think uh, that's one of the biggest things is is everything about creating memories there. And especially when it comes to Disney, you know, we're helping people from usually literally a year or at least six months in advance if they're wanting dining and stuff like that. And that's something we can walk through with, with clients. Um, But another really important thing is I know April mentioned about them being able to reach out to us when they're there, but you know, things do go wrong. Things happen. There's hiccups with vacations. Uh, We all want everything to run perfectly, but sometimes that just doesn't happen. And, you know, I have had clients have, have, have some issues while they were there and they just simply say to me, this is what's going on. And then I'm the one that's home fixing it so that they're not taking away from their precious minutes that they have on this vacation uh, to be dealing with that because nobody wants to go deal with the problems while you're while you're there. So if you have somebody that's in your corner, uh, that's you know something that we're good at doing. And uh, I mean, I just love I just love planning trips. I my favorite thing is when someone is just kind of on the fence about Disney. They're going because they you know their kids want to go, and they say this is our one time trip. We got to make it great. We don't know anything about it. Um, Please help us. And then they come back and they say, oh, my gosh, that trip was amazing. When can we go again? When can we plan this again? And then I'm like, ah, you get it. You understand why we love it. (laughs) But uh, one of my friends, her husband was very like, "Okay, let's do this one and done trip, you know. And then now she texts me and she's like, oh, my gosh, he's asking me about going back like for our anniversary without the kids. And I'm like, yes. We've created a I have multiple clients like that. <laughs> Those are my the favorite. Best. When the husbands are like, yeah, let's, hey, let's go back. And then she's just like, what? What? What are you saying? So, uh, you know, those are, those are some of my favorite things about trip planning. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I definitely look at it that way. Um, I, it reminds me back to a saying my mother used to have. My mother for a while had a craft store and she said it's it, it she had a sign in the store that said you could do it but would you so yes people can do themselves what we do but they may not have the time to do it do they want to spend their vacation time if there is a challenge trying to fix it or contacting an advocate who can you know fix that for them so you know i definitely think that what we can do can really be a great asset to our clients Okay. Well, that is awesome, guys. Um, So Chrissy, again, I'm going to go back to you. How much has the role changed since you first started? (laughs) Um. (laughs) Are you referring to pre-pandemic or (laughs) during (laughs) pandemic? (laughs) Um, So, I mean, since honestly, I first started and it was over eight years ago and Fast Pass Plus wasn't a thing for Disney. My Disney experience wasn't a thing. Um, you know, I, I've been doing this for a long time. And it started primarily planning Disney and Universal and Central Florida family vacations. Um, so for me, the biggest change has been Disney. Um, watching everything evolve in the whole planning um, 
schedule has been amazing. (laughs) I remember having to literally call and make reservations and type out the 12 digit timing confirmation number. I had to write it down, then type it out to my clients. Um, you know, so that everything from that to, um, really kind of dealing with the different, the expansions of the cruise lines and there's so much going on. Um, the different resorts that pop up. I mean, back then we didn't have, I did this, you know, before Riviera, before, um, you know, different resorts popped up in Disney, Polynesian bungalows and villas weren't a thing. Um, so I, to be able to watch the expansion of these different locations, I mean, Universal alone, Aventura, um, you know, Sapphire Falls, Endless Summer, Cabana Bay. Um, it's been amazing to watch travel industry evolve, um, not just in central Florida, but all over. Uh, I remember when Alani opened, um, there's just so much that goes on. And while, yes, there's a lot of web-based information, um, part of what I have discussions with my clients about are things change so often. One of the things that they love the most about booking with someone like us, travel advisors, is that they don't have to worry about making sure they're keeping up with the changes because we tell them, um, we let them know if something's different. We let them know if, um, something's going to be under refurbishment or if something new is opening or if there's just a change in policy. Um, so that not them not having to stress over that. Um, it's, it's a lot for us, but that's what we're here for. Um, so the ever changing quick information changes, um, that's very different from where it was eight years ago too. So it's definitely become a world of its own. Yeah. I, I remember starting with the, those reservation, the dining reservation dates yeah, uh, or numbers. I, I definitely, I didn't even think about that actually until you said that. Cause it was a rush to be on the phone at, you know, seven o'clock in the morning. And I remember when fast passes were at midnight, you know. Um, we used to stay up till midnight to make sure that our clients got the fast passes that they wanted when fast pass plus came out. Um, it was always fun when you had dining that morning and then fast right. passes that night and then dining the next morning again. Yeah. It was midnight, six midnight, <laughs> it was just <laughs> yeah, nuts. Pretty much. Um, yeah. but I, like I doing all that, you know, and, and the evolution from the paper fast passes to fast pass plus, um, there was just a lot, you know, there's a lot that's changed. Um, and a lot of it has been streamlined. A lot of it is technology based. And absolutely, while a lot of our clients are so amazing with technology, who wants to take the time away from what they're doing to have to run through and, you know, make sure they've got all the information there. And there's a hundred dining locations that they need to choose from. And um, having a travel advisor to bounce those options off of is always help. I, I think so anyway, you know. <laughs> And Eric, what is your favorite part of being a travel advisor? Uh, the the planning is my favorite part. Uh, back in 95, when my daughter was born, I started searching the internet. Uh, how do I ride more rides at Disney World? <laughs> <laughs> I spent hours and days just searching, just making that perfect plan. Mm-hmm. So, of course, back then we went every year and 
stayed a week or so and it was just a lot of fun. And I, I just enjoy the planning and you know, trying to make a, the client's uh, trip the best it can be. Mm-hmm. Okay. April, I know you have some questions for our guests. So I had mentioned why I got started in this because the job, one job that I loved decided my position was going to be eliminated. So I was left to find other opportunities. Thankfully, I'm very thankful for that now. And I love Disney, but I'm curious why each of you got started at being a travel advisor. What was the catalyst to get you to take the plunge? So Chrissy, what did, what got you started? Um, so back in 2012, um, for those that know me, know my son was sick and, um, part of my, um, need to be able to do something that was not solely focused on that, that I could, you know, kind of work and help my family in a way that, um, I couldn't being outside of the house working. Um, I started searching. I had seen an ad on Facebook, um, saying, you want to in Disney vacations as your job. Um, and immediately I was, well, yeah, who wouldn't? <laughs> um, I've been going to Walt Disney World since I was a young child on school breaks with my parents and family friends. And um, we went, I feel like it was every year when I was little. Uh, it was one of my high school senior year trips. And I've gone can't even count how many times. Um, and I knew that, you know, that was going to be the ideal thing for me to be able to work from home, help my family and do something that I absolutely love. Um, there's really nothing that can make people like us happier than planning a magical vacation. Um, and I feel like every trip that we plan, I always tell my clients, um, I would never plan a trip for you, but I would not be comfortable taking my own family on. Um, and I, you know, I do stand by that every time. Um, so that for me, that whole being able to do something that I absolutely loved, um, and still able to help my family was, was key for me. And how about you, Eric? What brought you to the exciting industry? Well, uh, I was looking for a post-retirement job, uh, and like I said, I always love to plan trips and plan Disney, especially. So I saw the ad for to be a vacation specialist at Coasters and Castles and just jumped right in and just haven't looked back. And hopefully I can keep doing this at, as I head towards towards retirement and after retirement. So Well, we'll keep you as long as you want to be here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Whitney, how about you? So I just, like I have said before, this really just kind of fell into my lap because of circumstances with meeting Lynn. But um, what prompted it was I planned my trip with my girls when they were two, two and one. And I spent the whole summer figuring out everything from Fast Pass and dining reservations and all of the stuff because it had changed since the last time I had been there. Um where the last time I had been there was like, you know, when there was paper fast passes and all that stuff. So I had to kind of relearn everything. And when I got back, all of my friends that were going were asking me, you know, for advice on how to plan trips and stuff. And I was just giving my advice. And I was on all these Disney Facebook groups, just 
talking to people about how great it was. And my husband kept joking around about how I spend too much time talking to people about Disney. And he said like a couple times, oh, it'd be so nice if you would just like get paid for all the time that you waste talking about Disney World to people. And then when I met Lynn (laughs) and we were talking about me interviewing, I was like, oh my gosh, this is a sign from above. (laughs) Like, this is perfect. So I interviewed, I got it. And uh, now here I am. I told Phil, I'm going to make some extra money, like planning trips. And at the time, I really just wanted to make enough to go every year. That was like my end goal because I kept telling him like, we're, we're going to go back. Like we're going back next year. And he's like, oh my gosh, like, okay. And so I'm like, oh, if I could just make enough to pay for our own trips, I'm like golden. And I, I'm a residential real estate appraiser, which has been put on the back burner for now. But I worked with my dad for years and years. I worked very hard for that. That was my main job. And this was kind of a side thing. And uh, I just couldn't really believe how quickly it took off. I A lot of people really needed help with planning Disney trips. It can be very overwhelming. And so the more people that came to me like, oh, help me with my trip, uh, kind of the less appraisals that I was doing. And so now it's sort of reversed. So now this is like my like full-time thing. And then appraising was kind of, you know, a secondary thing. So uh, it's been kind of a whirlwind, but it's been fun. Great. And and now, Lynn, to circle back to you, I know your story, but you can certainly share. Why did yeah. you get started? I, like you, was laid off from my job. And I have an, another friend who was a travel advisor at the time. Um, she's you know now left that and she does some other things. But I saw that she had, was in Disney again on Facebook. And I, was, I swore she had just been there like a week or two beforehand. So I went on to her profile and it said that she was a, a travel planner who specialized in Disney. And I, was, I just thought immediately that's my dream job uh, because I've always loved Disney and, and I'm definitely a planner by nature. Uh, my family and I definitely disagree on that part because – they all, you know, do things spur of the moment, last minute. And, and I'm like, I, I need to have things nailed down. I, I want to know what's going on. So it's, you know, it definitely fits with who I am as a person. And um, I actually tried to get into the agency she was in and I was declined because I didn't have enough experience. So then I went looking for another one and I found one. And I started, you know, building my own processes for, for what I wanted to do and, I had forms for clients and all this other stuff. And so, I mean, long story short, seven years later, here I am and loving every minute of it. I agree. The time goes by very quickly, but it's great. So many great memories. But this year has certainly been interesting for the travel industry. To I say think the that's least. an understatement, April. Oh, I know, <laughs> I <say>. I know. <laughs> so I, I think, you know, us talking about what our roles have been during the past three months, uh, since the pandemic has really become a thing, uh, you know, we didn't anticipate this coming, you know, certainly back in January and February, you never imagined that we get to the point where the cruise lines are shut down and the theme parks are shut down and people haven't left their house in months. And so I, I'd love to kind of talk about a little bit is what has been your role during the COVID pandemic and, and how you've been able to help your clients and overall make a difference. You know, why, why, why was it important to have a travel advisor during this time period for clients? So Chrissy, do you want to start with that? 
I mean, all joking aside, um, we have literally saved our clients hours upon hours upon hours of hold time. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, I think um, the, um, the rapid flow of information that was coming out as all of this started, where things were changing literally minute by minute um, and being able to recap for them um, and keep them as up to date as humanly possible about travel changes and cancellations and modifications for their travel dates um, was huge because they knew then that they didn't have to spend all of their time trying to navigate, figuring out, you know, their lives in, in the world of COVID um, with worrying about what to do as far as their coming vacation went. Um, you know, I had clients literally set to sail 17 hours after Disney canceled their very first Disney Cruise Line sailing. Um, and I was able to be on the phone and talk to Disney and text with them while they were trying to navigate their own work issues and life issues and family issues. Um, so kind of that middleman without really being their middleman um, was huge for them. Um, you know, where their points of contact, um, the flow of, uh, you know, work that we've had to do, we've canceled and rebooked and modified and changed. And, um, you know, somebody actually said to me, how are you even keeping up with the date? Because you're literally, this cruise line is canceling these ships until July 17th and these ships till August 1st and these ships. It's a lot. Um, so for me, um, the fact that I do like to organize vacation plans, <laughs> um, really, um, really helped in that respect. Um, and you know, clients for, you know, when, when you have something as uncertain as what has happened these last three and a half months, um, you want answers and it's extremely hard for us as people, let alone travel advisors that our clients turn to, who have to say, I don't know yet. Um, and unfortunately we've had to say that a lot, but our whole job is to make sure that our clients are happy and comfortable and make these amazing memories with their families. And we keep their trip dates and their trip location and destination and resort in the forefront of our head. And we will spend whatever amount of time on hold needed, whatever amount of time in front of the computer is needed. We will answer questions. We will email them. Um, we will call. We will text. You know, we will talk through. I can't tell you how many clients I've just had phone conversations with where at the end of it, it was, thank you so much. I just needed to talk through my options. So for them having those, somebody to have that one-on-one -on -one conversation to go over options and present different scenarios that they could still have this magical, amazing vacation with their families or friends. Um, was really, it was huge for them. And it was great for me because I would hang up the phone going, I am so excited. They're still going to be having their trip. It's not when they originally planned, but they're still going to have it. Um, so it's been an exhausting three months, but, 
Um, but I'm hoping, you know, that we're really kind of on a, on an upswing as things start to open and, and we're able to start seeing those pictures of people on their trips and, and we're able to go ourselves because I think we're all ready. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. April and I got a taste of it last week. Just a little taste. Yep. I didn't go to Disney, but I had a and taste it was great. Too. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It was great to escape a yes, little while and think about, you know, what life was and adapt, but that's okay. And Eric, what are your thoughts on COVID and helping clients? Well, I've been uh, pretty much just a rescheduler <laughs> and, and someone on the phone. Uh, took It took 14 hours to change one airline reservation, so, and three calls, so, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> I believe it. And that's yeah. only one. I mean, right. It's, it's been a mess and. I'm glad it's headed to an end, hopefully. Hopefully. And Whitney, how, what's your whole impression of COVID? So there's not, there's not much more I can say that Chrissy didn't already cover in regards to what we have been doing as agents. Um, I mean, it's just been really crazy. <laughs> Obviously, we've never <laughs> experienced anything like this. I have to say... I am very thankful for my Coasters and Castles family and friends because they helped me get through a lot of stuff. A lot of days we're texting each other like, what is going on? Like, just can we just vent with each other and cry with each other and talk? And, you know, that's been great. But I have found a lot of conversations with clients have had nothing at all to do with Disney or trip planning. Uh, It has been a lot of text messages and calls from people just like, how are you? This is how I am. You know, what is happening in the world? Just a lot of, I hate to say it's been good conversation because it's based on such craziness. But I feel like in times like these, you really realize like what we do is way more than just planning a trip for a family. Um, Absolutely. And this has made me really realize it. Um, I feel like I'm going to get like a little emotional here. Uh, but I, <laughs> it's okay. It's been it's, an emotional three months. So. It's made me really appreciate this job. I mean, I, I love talking to people. I know that that's why I'm good at this job because I, you know, that's, that's just what I like. I like to learn about people and understand them and what they want and need. And, you know, obviously all of that is really great when it comes to planning trips, but you just dig a lot deeper when things like this happen. And um, I've just had some really great conversations. I, I honestly, I can't thank my clients enough for uh, their patience, to be honest, because some days they'll text me and it'll take me, you know, a day to get back to them. And I just don't have the answers sometimes. And I, I want to have the answers all the time. If I don't have them, I try to find it out. But at this crazy time, sometimes we just don't have them. And um, they've just been super patient, super understanding. And um, I don't know, not much else to say, but it's been crazy. I can't wait to get back to planning. The hardest thing has been just that Disney's not like open. And I can't, uh, you know, when, I, when I, I'm sad about not being there, I usually am able to watch my clients <laughs> there and live through yep. them. And to, for it to not happen really takes a very hard toll on me. So um, I'm just, I'm excited I, to get that do back. You, do you feel the same when you call in and you get the message that, you know, Walt Disney is currently closed? 
Yeah, I just want to like, like throw my phone when that happens. You're just shut down. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I know, and also I'm like I know it's closed. Okay, you don't keep reminding me. That Stop it's reminding me. <laughs> we know it's been months. You don't have to say that anymore. We know it's closed, but uh, you know it's nuts. April, what about you? So I, I think it's just been a lot of trying to stay on top of the information. You know, in the beginning, I had clients kind of going in different directions. So it was kind of like, oh, what is this supplier doing? And is what is this supplier doing? And what is this destination? And I, I think that's been the frustrating part of it all is the information is changing so quickly. And the biggest thing is people don't have the answers right now. This has been such a new and that horrible word, unprecedented <laughs> situation. I know I hate that word too. There's so many words I never, ever want to Social hear. Social distancing. Life returns. I have a list. Yes, that one oh too. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's like everybody is kind of doing this on the fly. Like this wasn't a plan. They didn't six months ago say, okay, in March, when the world closes, we're going to do right. A, B, and C. It's been all moment to moment and constantly evolving and really dependent on so much information around the world. And that's been the toughest part is, you know, like you've said, is sometimes we don't have the answers. And I don't like not having the answers. I'm one that I want the information. I want to know the information. And then I can process it and manage it. When I don't know the information, it stresses me. And so that's been, I think, the biggest hurdle in this is not having the information. And still, it's it's changing every day. You know, two weeks ago, we had an agency conference call to talk about all of the changes that are happening when Disney reopens and we can't wait till next month. And we hung up the phone, the Zoom call, and there was new information. <laughs> Within five or 10 minutes of stopping that conversation, there was all new information that came out. It's like keeping up has been a challenge, but we're, we're doing it together. And I think that's one of the nice things about having a team is... If someone misses some information, someone else has it. So we're constantly yes. helping to keep each other up to date and going because there's so many moving parts right now. But I, I think just trying to reassure clients and, you know, for my own sake, too, because I want to travel as well. And my travel plans have definitely been altered in the past few months. You know, it's funny because Ugh. Lynn and I started the year getting an annual plan for plan for travel insurance because we had a lot of trips we were going to do personally as well as professionally. And there wasn't a lot of need for a <laughs> travel insurance. <laughs> so you just never know how life is going to take you, but that's okay. You roll with it and you move forward. And, and there's definitely been a few silver linings along the way. And I, I think we're just going to all appreciate this so much more. And I think once we can really start getting in there and digging in and planning, I think we're all going to be so excited. Um, so yeah, it, it's just, it's been, it's been definitely an interesting few months and, but not discouraging, you know, I wouldn't do anything else. This is what I love. This is what I want to do. And this is what I want to continue doing for as long as I, I exist. And so we're, we're just going to evolve. We're, we're going to roll with it and evolve. And as the world opens, we're going to be right there to send people out to it. So how about your thoughts, Lynn? Um, well, my role has definitely changed a lot. Um, I, don't generally have a lot of clients. I spend a lot of uh, my time uh, working on training agents, uh, recruiting, um, but I do have some clients. And with my clients, it was encouraging them to hold on, not because I was worried about them traveling, but that I was worried about them getting the best situation for them. So I had one, one client who 
you know, if, if she cancels, she'll lose her insurance. But if the venue cancels, then she gets a voucher for the next year or for the next time she travels. So I don't want her to lose the money for her insurance if I can avoid that. I'm not worried about the trip itself because Disney does have a great policy as far as that goes. And, and most of our suppliers have been fabulous with the, with the cancellation policies. So, you know, all of my clients have not had an issue as far as cancellation policy goes, but I don't want them to lose on money if I can help it. And so it's encouraging them to hold on for those purposes so that I can try and take care of them fiscally as well, because I don't know what circumstances anyone is in. I mean, they may have, you know, lost a job during this time frame and may not want to lose, you know, several hundred dollars if they, if they got, you know, the, a cancel for any reason policy or something like that. So and that's been my thing, but I feel like I've also increased by a high percent, the amount of counseling I've been doing with our agents. Um, and not usually I, I'm trying to be their cheerleader to, you know, um, really kind of encourage them and, you know, help them to realize the small things that they are doing, build up and get to where they want to be. Um, now I feel like I'm trying to encourage them not to give up um, because it has been, I think, disheartening to agents to have worked with a client and then, you know, you do all those steps and then they have to move it. So then you're going to do all those steps again and then they have to cancel it or something like that. And so it's been, it's been hard. Um, and I know that some of our agents are not going to hit goals that they set for themselves this year. And I honestly think we just need to say, just pretend 2020 didn't happen. <laughs> You yes. know, um, if you have a I'm goal, okay with that. <laughs> if too. you have a goal, if you make it next year's goal, yeah. um, and kind of go from there. But I, I feel like I'm doing a lot of that. Um, so it's, it's, and like I said, I do some of that to begin with anyway, but I, it's definitely a, you know, more like a, instead of 25% of my, uh, my time, it's 75% of my time. And it's, it's not bad. It's different. Um, I don't, you know, I don't dislike doing it. I love trying to build people up but i just wish it was under different circumstances so. whitney did you have some questions for our guests no i didn't <laughs> okay no worries i do have April. another question okay go ahead, April. um so i know all of us pretty much got started with the disney focus because that was our passion that's what we knew and what we initially loved and well still love but not our only love, but you know, how else um, are you helping your clients and, and where else are you sending clients? Are, are you just exclusive to Disney or are you focused on other destinations? And then what do you do for your clients for those destinations? Like what are some of your primary tasks? So Eric, what are, what are your, well, I've had the clients go to Aruba and coast. I've got one going to Costa Rica in December. Let's see where else. Nice. I want to go to Aruba and Costa Rica. It's like a beautiful place. I want to go. That sounds really but, good. But uh, I've, I've made so many plans for them. Their excursions, zip lining, mud baths, Ooh, and <laughs> city tours, <laughs> and just uh, getting them from one side of Costa Rica to another. Pretty much a little, little bit of everything. So Are they going to jump uh, off those cliffs? I think so, yes. <laughs> oh, that scares me. I wouldn't do and that. And I'm not afraid I'll of heights. Just, I'll zip line too. But I don't think I might jump off a cliff. I'm no, I'm not jumping off any cliff. 
It's like jumping out of a perfectly good plane. <laughs> exactly. So you're not just Disney focused, Eric. You are looking at other destinations and even outside oh, yes. of the country destinations. Anywhere you want to go. Awesome. Sounds good. I, anywhere. I'm I'm happy to go anywhere right now. Want to book uh, us a trip? I'm sorry. I said, does sure. he want to book us a trip? <laughs> Where can we go? <laughs> <laughs> and Chrissy, what are you up to? What are what are your plans to help clients? I actually have clients right now looking into um, South African safari, wow. which I am super excited to be looking at. I want to um, do that too. That is so on my bucket list. Um, and I had, I actually had family scheduled to go for um, a multi-generational trip, Turks and Caicos that is being pushed, but um, I have um, families sailing multiple Mediterranean sailings next summer. Um, super excited about those. And they are, we are um, getting both pre and post sailing stays over in Europe. So that's super exciting. Um, I, thanks to Lynn in April was um, given the opportunity to take my daughter on an adventures by Disney river cruise last year. Um, and the European travel bug has bitten me big time. Uh, <laughs> So being able to um, plan out some pre and post stay Mediterranean um, vacations is so exciting. Um, so I'm really happy to be doing that. Um, I have sent people on Alaskan cruises um, where they've been able to enjoy the Pacific Northwest United States. Um, and also um, we've done a lot of Canadian excursions. So that's been fun. Um, I'm really happy to send people anywhere. Listen, the world is out there. It's ready. It's waiting. Um, you know, there's so much to see in our own country. Um, but in her immediate future, I think that's going to be a lot more of what we're focusing on. Um, but the history all over the world is just absolutely amazing. So I am so excited to be working with people who just want to out and see the whole world. Love it. And how about you, Whitney? So some Disney clients who have had to cancel for, you know, different reasons, um, they're looking into Universal uh, for some of their things just because they're a little bit more lenient with stuff. And I just feel like I've had some clients who it was a first time thing for Disney. And I feel like with parades and fireworks and character dining, possibly not being there, uh, that's just such a huge thing. And I, I try to just be upfront with them. Like, if this is not happening, I understand you wanting to postpone it and do it a different time and whatever, because a lot of that is all about the experience. So, um, but at the same time, some of them already have this vacation time planned out. They already have plane tickets. They're like going to Orlando. So they're like, what the heck? can I do? Um, so we've been working on, you know, maybe doing some universal stuff, maybe just hitting some of the beaches. Um, and I will say I have done some extra stuff during this quarantine. I've learned a lot about sandals and beaches resorts, and I have booked my first sandals client. Uh, they're not going until Yay. next uh, July for their anniversary, but I'm super excited about that. Um, I've really been very busy with Disney since I started with Disney. Um, so it's been hard for me to kind of branch out. And to be quite honest, it was a Disney client who said, Hey, I'd like to go to sandals. And I'm like, okay, I'll, now's the time to learn about sandals. Um, if you don't mind being my Guinea pig for booking a sandals vacation, 
that sounds good. So now I feel like I know what I need to know about that and I can book other people. Um, so, but I agree with what Chrissy said too, about like travel just around the U S too. There's just so many things. I think people are looking at what they can do for road trips. Um, that's, I think that's going to be a huge thing in our future. Like where can we, where can we drive to, uh, to see different destinations? So I have, um, quite a few of my Disney families who aren't like your same situation, Whitney, who have said, I have the plane tickets, you know, we have the time off of work. Um, if we're not doing Disney, what else can we do? Mm -hmm. Um, and I've said, well, what about St. Pete Beach or Vero yeah. Beach or drive down here to Southwest Florida and go to Sanibel or Captiva, Fort Myers Ooh. Beach? Um, you know, if you want to be in Florida or in a, you know, in a warmer climate than, you know, the Upper East Coast, uh, the Northeast Coast, I mean, you know, that's different options um, are here for people, no matter where you live in the country. You just hop in your car or rent a car or rent an RV and go. I, I mean, I'm happy to put anybody in a rental car or rent an RV and yep. <laughs> set a road trip. I mean, you're not going to get a paper Eric? map. I'm not going to, I'm not going to get a paper map. Like, you know, the old, you know, trip ticks. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, I don't know if they make those anymore. But I mean, they do. My aunt, <laughs> oh my goodness. My, my, my now 10 year old, my aunt pulled one out when we were in the car one day and he looked at it and he goes, what is that? And I was like, that's a map. And he goes, why don't you just use your phone? <laughs> um, Sometimes it doesn't true. work. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I I would love, I mean, I've looked at road trips for myself. I'm actually looking at Missouri for, um, you know, um, Marceline. Same. Um, Are you, I, I put right? my name down. I, I go put too. my name down. Um, oh, we're gonna the, have to talk Disney about Disney Family Museum. We have to talk about that. <laughs> yes, we need to um, talk about this. I, mean, I told <laughs> Phil already. Listen, it's our anniversary weekend. I'm like, we're, we're road tripping to Missouri this year. He's like, I'm sorry, I timed what? it out. It's like 19 hours of driving, but that's what I do to go back to New York can, to go home. So for me, four, like, it's 14 hours for me. And I told him since we've been obsessed with the Ozarks show uh, during quarantine, I said. Let's go to Lake Ozark. We're going to Margaritaville in Ozarks. At happy anniversary. And that's this is what the plan is. I'm telling you. Check. Like I you know, I'm I feel more like than happy to be doing did that. Did you say that well, it's Walt Disney Hometown Museum is in Marceline, Missouri, in case people missed that little Yes, yeah, we were talking <laughs> we got really excited there. Um that's what's in Marceline, Missouri. So yep. Christy and I can do a podcast on that if we We make might it have to. <laughs> we'll let you know how it goes. But yes, road trip. Well, we can certainly schedule that. Yeah. Road trip. I love a good road trip. I love I a think good road, road trips trip. are so underrated. Totally. I love Agreed. a good road trip. Me too. Me too. So now for your clients, are are you just like booking a hotel for them and or like what what are you actually doing for your clients? Like so compared to so a Disney client versus a cruise client, an island client. Hi. So I think you know, for for clients, depending on where they want to go, there's so much that can be booked and planned. And um, I mean, obviously, with Disney, you're sun up to sundown, fireworks, the whole bit, and you have a a, a park schedule. Um, I think for clients who are going to somewhere like 
Marceline, Missouri, or they're going to San Angelo, Texas, or they want to go to Fort Myers Beach, you know, wherever they're going. Part of our job is to talk it out. I mean, we talk to them and kind of, what is what is it that you want to do on your trip? Do you want to go sit and, you know, lounge on a beach? Do you want to go to a spa? Do you want to go shopping? Do you, you know, you want to go to a theme park? Do you, you know, um, I think for that, you know, kind of talking it out and seeing what their vision of their trip is is in their own heads um, and then helping make that a reality for them. Um, I know for me, I research if they're going somewhere that has multiple um, suppliers or vendors, you know, like if they're coming down here to Fort Myers Beach, I'm not going to say, hey, Joe Schmo's Charters has a really great sunset cruise, you know, to go see the dolphin swim. I'm going to go and research and who has the best reviews and who I've used or who people that I know in that area have used. Um, and I, I think that's part of what we do. I mean, I don't know, Whitney, Eric, do you guys feel the same way? Like that's oh, yes. totally. Yeah. 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 And, and how much does it cost to use a travel advisor services? Zero. Nothing, <laughs> nothing more than the cost of your trip. <laughs> it doesn't cost any extra. So you're going to sit on hold for 14 hours for a trip. You're going to help and be there to manage. You're going to help answer questions on their trip, so, but it doesn't cost any extra. You sound like so many of my clients, April. <laughs> uh, Are you sure? Are you sure, Chrissy, that it doesn't? Lot, so. So, so what I kind of tell everyone is that um, when you book a vacation on your own, you're paying destination what destination is charging. And that destination has built in cost of travel advisor to your package total. If you are not using a travel advisor, you're paying for a service that they are not providing for you. So if you're paying for that service and you're not getting it through that supplier, I am more than happy to step in and help you with your trip. And you're not paying me. Destination is then taking a piece of what you have paid them and sending it to the agency as commission. So don't pay for services you're not getting. Yes. <laughs> the moral of that story. Yes, that's right. <laughs> or at least seek the services that you're paying for from somebody who will provide them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I would just like to add to that too. I have a lot of clients who are very seasoned in Disney or mm-hmm. wherever they're going. They know they can get on there and book it themselves and they'd be okay. They don't need me to hold their hand or give them recommendations. Um, but they still book with me because... I'm a small business and it helps support me. me. Um, but at the same time, we still have a lot of conversation. Uh, they, I don't just book them and then never hear anything from them just because they did that, you know, out of the goodness of their right. heart. We have good relationships. And even sometimes it's something simple as I'm trying to decide between these two resorts or these two restaurants or, hey, how does my how does this itinerary look like? Do you think I pack yeah. too much into this day or you know, just small talk like that, where it's like you're kind of a sounding board to someone. Um, you know, I'm not necessarily holding their hand every step of the planning process because they don't need it. But what the heck? We have nice conversations about their trips. And then when something insane happens, like pandemics, I'm the <laughs> one that's on hold for five hours. <laughs> and, and not that, them. I was just so going to say bonus. that. And, and plus the whole idea of them Yes, they can do it themselves and they can make their own dining and they can set their own schedule. But when 
promotion drops. Yes. And they have to be at work or they're getting their kids to school. Yep. They're not waiting on hold after a system crash or whatever the case may be. They're off having, you know, starting their day. I'm the one up at, you know, we're up at 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning making sure everything's okay and applying a promotion that they can be in the middle of their lunch hour and we send them an email and say, hey, <laughs> that's what you just got. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, or we can message them and say, hey, a promotion came out this morning. I was able to get through to Disney. Your resort isn't available, but can we change you too? Right. Um, and, and that, I think, um, gives them the ability to say, sure, I could do it on my own, but if somebody else is able to do that, It goes back to that less stress for you as client. And we take that stress on. Yes. (laughs) Sometimes a lot of stress. (laughs) Send me coffee, please. That's all I need. And maybe wine also. (laughs) Yes. All right. Does anyone have anything else that they'd like to share? I actually did one. I have have another question, actually. Uh Uh-oh. So... How much education oh, goes into being a travel advisor? <laughs> a whole lot. Oh, good question. Um, again, going back to travel, the travel industry as a whole is ever changing. Um, so we really don't have a day that we're not. I mean, I wake up in the morning and on any given morning, I have five or six emails from different travel industry, um, either suppliers or vendors, or, you know, conglomerates that say, hey, join our webcast on or webinar on Key West, join a webinar on Sandals and Beaches, join a webinar on Celebrity Cruises, join a webinar on this, join a webinar on that. And um, on any given day, there's at least 10 or 15 webinars that you could be on. Um, It's a, if you're going to be not just Disney, like most of us are, um, you know, we're going to be even universal. I mean, they today, new, you know, webinar on, on universal travel agents. We have so much going on, um, that there's a lot that we have to keep up with. So yeah, I mean, in answer to that, there's a lot. (laughs) And even, you know, especially with Disney, our agency is earmarked, which means we're kind of held to a pretty high standard. We need to get trainings done in a timely manner. And our agency owners are pretty <laughs> intense about that. Right, Lynn? <laughs> As Lynn laughs. So, I don't I know mean, what you mean. We always have Not something. me. Whitney, Whitney, what do you mean by that? No. Um, um, I meant that in the nicest way, that our agency owners are crazy about us. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's important finishing, to- finishing our trainings. No, but it is important. I mean, you can't it is. you can't be experts on things right. that you don't know about. You have to keep up right. on things. Things are changing. It's just that's just how it is. You got to read. And I'm just learn. the alarm clock. <laughs> you are. You're like I'm the alarm are. clock <laughs> that says, "Hey," because life gets in the way and you don't realize it. You know, it's been so you're the long alarm clock that it. has the you know the pre-alarm alerts. Yeah. Like, if you don't want yeah. us to turn off your access, <laughs> get your training done. <laughs> Guilty. I'm just picking on you. You know I'm I good love with it. You know I'm I love you. I'm all good with it. You know? But, I mean, that's what makes us, you know, our our, our advisors so good at what they do is they right. do. Yes. 
you know, have that. And, and our agency, we pride ourselves on the quality that we, of the service we provide. And that part of that is education. So um, it's funny. It is. I, and I would laugh as well. Um, (laughs) But at the same point, you know, it's serious and it's important. And so that's why we take it that way. So (laughs) trust me, I'm not a till of a hun. I may seem like it sometimes, but I'm not always. (laughs) We're just kidding. Yeah, I know. I'm um, Are we? No. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate it because, I mean, it's true. There's just like, there's just not, not every single agent out there is a great agent. It's like not every single no. salesperson is a great salesperson. Not every single mm-hmm. worker is a great worker, no matter what they do. They're not all created equal. And you have to put the time in and you have to be associated with, you know, a good place that's going to help you. Obviously our agency works really hard at that to make sure, you know, people have the proper training and all jokes aside, we do try really hard to (laughs) know what we're doing. (laughs) We do. I think we take pride in that. So, so I do have one more question and it's kind of a little bit of a personal one. Um, What is the one that the top place that's on your bucket list to go? What's that with Chrissy? Oh, I really want to go to the British Isles. I want to do um, Ireland, Scotland, um, England. I I would love. Timmy laughs. He wants to go to the UK. He told me I can leave him in the UK and I can go to Ireland and Scotland. Um, but, um, Ireland, Scotland, UK, um, and actually, ironically, Australia and New Zealand are a close second. Norway is <coughs> my uh, top spot, of course. Oh no! <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Yes, amazing. that's my top spot. Uh, always wanted to go, especially with the ride at okay. Epcot. So that sparked my interest. Mm-hmm. Okay. And how about you, Whitney? I want to go so many places. I really want to go on an African safari. Like I can't even yeah. believe how bad I want to do that. I also want to go to Scotland, but. That's more because I've been watching Outlander during quarantine, and <laughs> that's my real reason. Phil says no, we we're not. That's going a really there. good reason. Yeah, Phil's like, no, we're not going to go there, and I'm not. So I guess that's gonna be a girls' trip. Then. I'm not going to wear like a kilt thing, whatever. I'm like, okay, whatever. I'll leave you home. Um, and oh, oh, I want to go to Japan so bad. I I want to go to Disneyland there, but I just. I like love Japanese culture. I just, everything about it. I love the food. I love everything. So Mm -hmm. Japan is very high on my bucket list. And my kids really want to go there. And so does my husband. So that may be one of our next, you know, bigger trips when things finally open. And how about you, April? Ireland and Scotland. Mm. Oh, we can go together. We can. Let's go. I I see a girls trip in our future. I'm down. Uh, I am so down for that. Scotland. Yeah, no, that's always the the visions in my mind. I just, I need to go there someday. And I don't know that I could leave once I go, but um, yeah, no, that's important. So that's definitely the top of the list. And then everywhere else underneath it, I want to see the world. I want to see everything, Mm -hmm. but we'll start there. And so for me, I I can't say I have a specific number one, unfortunately. So I am French and Swedish, and my dad's adopted parents were from Italy. So I definitely want to go to, to France, uh, Sweden, and Italy. Um, I love castles. So especially that one that's in Soren 
around yes. the world. I want to see that castle, but I want to go see a bunch of the castles in Germany and and those types of places. You need to um, do a Rhine River cruise, Lynn. I know. We did a whole day just forty two castles along the Rhine. It was amazing. You need I to know. do that. It's did you did you get out and like look look at them, Chrissy, or you just kind of went by them? Well, we um, we explored and um, Heidelberg Castle. Okay, yeah, in Germany. Um, the 42 castles we sailed on the Rhine and, um, our German adventure guide, um, he, Eric had done, um, a whole broadcast across the ship and explained about each castle and who, whose castle it was and the history of each castle. It was amazing. That's cool. And you would love it. Yeah. And then I do, I want to see the castle in, in Disney Shanghai. Disneyland Shanghai. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to do Disney Sea, and I do want to do um, Disney in Hong Kong, and then mm-hmm. Disney in Paris. So I do want to. I actually want that to be one trip. I know it sounds weird, just literally like being flight of one place to another to another. Mm-hmm. Um, just to kind of do the, the do all the Disney, Disney parks, the foreign Disney ones, yeah. So I mean, it, I'm not super planning fun. a lot of time in each one, but you know, a day or two. In between, I'll, I'm sure I'll I think be that needs to be lagged. a second girls trip. No, yeah, I'm in. girls and trip then, and Eric. Let's go. Then my other one is um, Hawaii. I've never oh, been to Hawaii. Yeah. I was we were supposed to go for our 50th birthdays, which was last year, and just didn't happen. So, um, so that one's a big one up there. So, any other last minute thoughts anyone wants to share? Okay. Well, I want to thank our guests, uh, Chrissy and Eric, for joining thank us you. tonight. Thank you for having me. Oh, it was a pleasure. And uh, we kind of mentioned it uh, during this as well. Um, But I think one of the biggest things that we can offer our clients is we talk about precious minutes and minutes are precious. Um, We've all, you know, had losses in our lives. And and if you could only get back those five or 10 minute minutes, you know, on, on during times when you, we're doing something other than spending the time with your family mm-hmm. that maybe, you know, using the travel advisor will give you those five or 10 minutes each time you would have to do this something for plenty of vacation. Um, I think that's a place that, that we can really be an impact. So just keeping that in mind as we close up tonight. So have a great night. Be sure to tune in next week when we talk about the top snacks in Walt Disney world. Just a reminder to be sure to check out the walking down main street blog. Many of the agents from Coasters and Castles Travel write articles and share fun information. That can be found on walkingdownmainstreet.com or by searching Walking Down Main Street on Facebook. We would love to hear from you. If there is a topic you would like to have us talk about, please feel free to email us at info at travelcnc.com. That's T-R-A-V-E-L-C-N-C.com. A quick note about our sponsor. Coasters and Castles Travel is a full-service travel agency that specializes in Disney destinations, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, Ocean and River Cruises, and all-inclusive resorts. The agency has been awarded the Authorized Disney Vacation Planner status and the You Preferred Partner Program with Universal Studios. The agency was also honored with the President's Award with Travel Leaders in 2019. Minutes are precious, so until we meet again, enjoy them with your friends and family. 